welcome to Thriving as a Physician, the podcast that teaches you to thrive in your weight loss and life while juggling a packed physician schedule because you deserve to thrive. Each week, I share sustainable, enjoyable tools that work in your busy life so that you can reach all of your goals faster with more confidence. Everything in this podcast is backed by my experience as an obesity medicine physician, years of coaching physicians on weight loss and eating, and my own personal weight loss journey. Let's get thriving. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Welcome to episode 268 of the Thriving as a Physician podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thanks so much for joining me. All right, this episode is getting released on January 1st, 2024. Can you believe that it's 2024? And so I thought that a a helpful topic would be to talk about how can we wrap up 2023 in a way that it helps you move forward in 2024. The the default that our brain will tell us when it summarizes a year or tells us about how we did over the year is negative. It will focus on the things we didn't do, where we didn't quite measure up, the goals we did not reach, the places where it, we can perceive that we messed up. And the problem with this is if we move forward with this story, it's like dragging a bag of bricks into the next year. And what do we all do At the beginning of the new year, try to set some new goals often, try to think about, okay, what is it that I want? And we're going to talk about that next uh, episode to try to give you positive ways to set those goals. But picture trying to set these new goals and like be energized and go after them while dragging a bag of bricks. It just doesn't work. It's not going to be effective. And yet we do it all the time. So let's take a moment And think through this year and summarize it, wrap it up in a package, put a bow on it in a way where it will actually help us move forward, where we can build on what we've learned from this year. Because no matter how your year has gone, you have learned a lot. Often most of the learning happens when we're struggling the most. It doesn't happen when everything's going easy. So how can we wrap it up? How can we change the narrative, change the story that you're telling yourself? This is an exercise I do each year and I have for quite a while now where I sit down and I I do it in Evernote um, and I write out a, a summary of what's happened in that year, where I started, what things, what challenges I faced, what things went well, what things didn't go so well what things would I want to change and work on? And then in a separate note, I write for the new year, what is it that I want to focus on? What do I want to work on? And I found that this exercise is really, really helpful. It really helps create change and keeps me moving forward 
in a way that's fairly positive. Um, I did a similar exercise to what I'm sharing with you guys today uh, inside Thrive Academy for Physicians. Last night in our coaching call, we started the call doing a similar exercise to this. Um, just to really look at, okay, what have we learned? It's so easy to just close the door on the year and try to start fresh. But the problem is starting fresh means we're we're negating all the wisdom that we've learned and gained over the year. So if you're like, okay, just wipe it all away. Let's start fresh. Let's just try something totally new. What you are missing is the ability to build on the things you've learned. Now, the only reason why it feels hard to to build on what we've learned when it comes to eating and weed is because we've been taught, unless you're perfect, unless the scale's moving down in a nice linear fashion, unless your, your eating is flawless, then you're messing up and you should be doing better. And when we tell ourselves stories like that, it becomes a painful places where we've struggled, where there is learning, where there is wisdom becomes this painful thing that's hard to look at. We don't like to look at things that we feel shame about. But that means we are missing out. And what it means for you is that it probably sets you up to keep making the same quote unquote mistakes each year and keep running into the same obstacles and wondering why it's hard to get through them. When we can learn to build on no matter what happened, build on what we have learned, build on the things that went well, understand and be curious about the places that didn't go so well. That is when you start to have a different journey, when you can start changing the path and you're not always repeating the same cycle. And it may feel uncomfortable at first. And that's only because of what we've been taught through diet culture that, again, you should be perfect. (laughs) You should just be like, oh, I'm going to reach this goal. And then like, ooh, all the way it just flies off. And then you just stay there without any challenges. And it's just total bullshit. It's not how life goes. It's definitely not how life goes as a physician. And the more we can just get out of that mindset, the better off you're going to be. So let's talk about how to change the conversation, how to change the story you're telling yourself about 2023 in a way where it will help you move forward into 2024. So a little bit of homework in this podcast. Uh, Ideally, if you could take time to write down your answers to this, this is going to be the biggest way that you get impact from this podcast episode. So even if you're listening in the car, what I'd encourage you to do, obviously don't write while you're driving, please. (laughs) Say your answers out loud if you can. That will help um, solidify them more than if you're just thinking them in your head. Say them out loud. But if you can later on, sit down with a piece of paper and just go through these questions again and write them down. This is not going to be a long podcast episode. Uh, It's Um, just really going to be almost like a workshop in how we want to wrap up 2023. Okay, so first of all, what I want you to think about is how would you summarize your year? So maybe you want to start thinking, okay, where did I start this year? What was I wanting? What were my the goals I was talking to myself about? What was my life like? And just kind of scan through the year. 
Now, I know this is what came up in Threat Academy last night is people were like, I can't even remember, like, was, did that happen last spring? I don't even know if it was like two years ago. I'm losing track of time, which is totally normal. That's fine. Just in general, do your best. And partly this is why I write down this annual review in Evernote, because I can reflect back. It makes it easier. Um, another way, if you want, if you really want to dig into this, is you can look through your calendar. That might help you kind of remember, okay, what actually happened this year? Because uh, our brains are fantastic editors, and probably your brain is going to forget a lot of what happened this year. But walking through the year can help things come up. Like you may forget big, important challenge, life challenges that you faced in the year. But if you walk through the year month by month or kind of season by season, that you might remember them and be like, oh, right. Yeah, that totally happened this year. That was big. So think through and ask yourself, how would you summarize your year? If you had to like put it into a couple sentences, what would it sound like? I'm, you know, I I haven't sat down and done my formal year review yet. I'm going to do that in the next couple of days. But if I was summarizing my year just to share kind of as we go through these questions, I'll share how I would approach them in my own life is um, it was a freaking hard year. This year was one of the hardest years I faced um, for a bunch of different reasons. But man, it was a challenge. <laughs> That's how I would summarize it. It was imperfect for sure. But it was really, really challenging. Um, and it took a lot out of me. Now, next question is, what challenges did you face this year? And what was hard, not just in weight. So it's easy when you're listening to a podcast about weight loss and eating to really just think in terms of eating. But guess what? The other stuff in your life influences your eating. So ask yourself, what was hard this year? What was really challenging in all aspects of my life? And so for me, the stuff that was most challenging was related to my medical practice and just how busy it was. And what I came to understand is what really was challenging and got more challenging as the year went on was the impact that busyness in my medical practice had on my ability to do this stuff, to focus on the podcast, focus on um, reaching out to you guys through social media and all those things that I actually am really passionate about and really enjoy doing. I couldn't do it as much and it was feeling really crammed in um, to very small pieces of my life because medicine was taking over and medicine took over with my willing consent. There was lots of reasons why I did that, um, but it created a lot of challenges uh, and when we think about challenges like that, they end up influencing eating and weight and exercise and all the other things. And I think this is really important because you could easily look at a year where maybe you didn't eat great. Maybe you gained some weight, whatever happened. Maybe you didn't exercise and you think that it's that that's the problem. But if you step back and kind of look at, okay, what was I facing? you may find that there was a bigger challenge that ended up resulting in it being difficult for you to focus on 
the things that help sustain you and the things that take care of you. So in in this past year, that was true for me is there wasn't much space left for myself. Um, and it was one of the most difficult years to focus on managing my weight and keeping my eating on track. Because there were so many weeks where my life was just jammed right in. And, um, and it was tough. So asking yourself, what challenges did you face this year? And look for all of them. Next question is, where are you proud of yourself for just keeping going? This question is important because, again, the default description that your brain will give you about the year will focus on where you didn't measure up, where you feel perceive that you didn't do enough, you didn't quite reach things. And sometimes winning is just keeping going. When it comes to weight, sometimes winning is maintaining your weight or slowing weight gain. I don't think that gets talked about enough because we are all so focused on I need to lose it. But if you've been gaining regularly, winning may be that you slowed that process or you paused it and you've maintained your weight. That's a huge, huge win if you've been having a history of just steadily gaining. It's important to acknowledge those things. And so coming, you know, having success just by keeping going. Sometimes the biggest learning is when you feel, not even sometimes, the biggest learning is when you feel like you've fallen flat on your face and you feel like you've messed up and you you don't even know how to fix it. But a little voice inside you decides to just keep going. I can tell you in my own weight loss journey, that's probably the deciding thing that made a difference for me is developing that voice that no matter what's happening, no matter what happened, no matter what was eaten, just keep going. So for you, where can you be proud of yourself for just keeping going? Next question, what are some wins you've had this year? Thinking through, and these don't have to be big. They can be, but honor any win that comes to mind. Anything where you're like, yeah, that went well. I'm proud of myself for that. Now, thinking about wins can be challenging. Uh, Our brains aren't very good at acknowledging where we're succeeding or looking for places where we're having success. We're so much better at looking for where we're falling short. So that question might be uncomfortable for you. And maybe for some of you, you might be left thinking, well, there are no wins. I couldn't, I didn't have any wins. And I really encourage you to pause and just focus on finding some wins. Even in the like setting of, you know, the biggest challenges with eating and weight, there can be wins. So say you have binge eating and you're like, well, I had a lot of binges this past year. Some of the wins may be in, why didn't you have more? 
where were there places where you did successfully choose not to have a binge? They're there, but we have to look for them. I always think of this a little bit like mining. Um, in that uh, it's about digging in to the past to find the things that really, really do make a difference. Where, where is it that you had some wins? Now, the next question I want to ask is, if we could believe that some of the challenges you faced were important for building skills that are going to help you long term. So what if some of the times where you really struggled, where you felt like you were messing up, what if that was really about building some skills that you're going to need in the future? What might those skills be that you are working on building? And how can you stay focused on continuing to build them? So, for example, if you really struggled after work, heading to a drive-thru or stopping for extra snacks on your way home from work, and it was something that was really challenging for you and you didn't feel like you made headway. In that setting, the skill you're working on is learning the skill of how do you have super busy days and not turn to food. And just because you didn't start to see success and benefit and obvious change in your behavior does not mean you weren't building a skill. The fact you're listening to this podcast and you're contemplating those moments of your life means you've been working on building the skills. You just can't always see the change when it's happening. A lot of it's happening behind the scenes. So look at the year and be like, okay, where is it that the struggle I was going through was actually working on building skills? And what were those skills going to be? I really like to talk about managing eating and weight in a skill-based way. Because really, if we can break it down to skills... We're good at learning skills and it takes it away from it being this fault of yours, right? Like that example I gave of hitting the drive-thru or stopping and picking up a bag of chips on the way home. It's very easy for that to feel like a personal fault. Something's wrong with you. You're doing something wrong. But if we change the conversation and we look at it, okay, this is a skill that I'm working on building and maybe I need to continue to work on building. It moves it away from that personal fault place. It makes it easier to look at it. It makes it easier to problem solve it. So that's why I put this question in this podcast episode. So assuming that some of the challenges you faced were actually you working on skill building, essential skills, skills that are going to help you for the rest of your life. What would those skills be? And how can you continue to focus on building them? over this coming year.
last question for today's episode is if you were to rewrite the story of this year to include this information, to include the things you've learned by answering these questions in this podcast, how would it sound? How would you rewrite the story? How can you sum up your year in a way that honors the wins that you had, the challenges you faced and you kept going in, the skills you've been practicing on building? How would you tell yourself that story? If you only write down one thing out of all of this, I would write this down and put it somewhere where you can remember it because this is how you wrap up this year in a way that will help you move forward. If you can base 2024 on a foundation of, you know, I had challenges, but I kept going and I worked on building some skills. I started building some really essential skills and I also had some wins. That is going to be such a more powerful place to start a new year from compared to, well, I didn't reach my goals and I, you know, made mistakes here and I made mistakes there and this is what I didn't do. That's not a powerful place to start a new year. That's dragging the bag of bricks, wrapping it up, using these questions I've asked you to wrap it up in a different story means you're not dragging a bag of bricks. Maybe you're taking a trampoline into the new year that'll help propel you a little bit, keep moving you forward in the direction of the things that have been working. All right. Any questions at all, send me an email at info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. And if you are a physician and you're like, man, I want 2024 to be different. I'm sick of all this dieting shit and sick of always feeling restricted and always being on this yo-yo. Well, then come talk to me about Thrive Academy for Physicians. Head over to Start to Thrive. That's start number two, thrive.ca and learn more about the program and submit your application so you and I can chat. Thrive Academy for Physicians will literally change your life. This is not about just finding another diet plan. This is about learning how to never need another diet. It's about learning how to build these essential skills with expert support so that you never have to do it alone. The skills that you'll learn in this program will serve you for the rest of your life and they will impact all the areas of your life. So you'll come in wanting to focus on your eating and weight and you'll find that your work feels better. Your relationship with your partner gets better. You have more confidence and enjoy parenting your kids more. There's so many different places that this work impacts when we can change how we're approaching eating and weight. So head over to start2thrive.ca. That's start number two, thrive.ca. Submit an application and then I, you will hear from me if I think it's a good fit. And that will give you the opportunity to book a call with me where we can talk directly about how I can best help you reach your goals. All right. Have a fantastic day, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.